Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the fan-sided podcast network. My name is Robert Morrison. I'm a contributor at NinerNoise.com, and here with me is, well, it's just me. Um, had some uh, minor technical difficulties throughout the week, which is A, why I'm coming to you so late, and B, why it's just uh, it's just me. Um, so wanted to still take a, an opportunity to uh, to talk about about the upcoming uh, game that the 49ers have coming up uh, Sunday night on uh, Sunday night football against the Indianapolis Colts. Coming off their bye, uh, the Niners are, of course, on a, a three-game losing streak as the Colts come in at two and four, and the Niners come in at two and three. Um, and, uh, the, 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 the losses that the Niners have suffered over the last couple of weeks have been of the sort of gut wrenching variety, um, you know, late game heroics on the part of Aaron Rodgers or, uh, you know, Russell Wilson pulling a game that they were out of for most of the first half and suddenly making a game of it. Uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo going out in the first half of that game and Trey Lance having to come in without having practiced. And then Trey Lance getting his first start last week against Arizona, or two weeks ago against Arizona, and that not going as well as it could have, but the 49ers defense playing particularly well en route to uh, you know, a closer game than expected against these still undefeated Cardinals. But heading into this game, it was it was definitely expected to be two teams that were on the the fringe of the playoff conversation, and while they both still stand there on the fringe of the playoff conversation as we head into this week. It certainly means that this Sunday night football clash is going to be of uh, extra importance for both teams. For the 49ers, uh, while the division may be out of reach, it's not fair to say, I don't think, that uh, they don't have a chance to make the playoffs in the NFC. A lot of teams in the middle there. There are a lot of teams in uh, <laughs> in the back end of the NFC as well, but still opportunities to be had for sure. Um just uh, a couple of uh, pieces of uh, news as far as injuries for both teams as we head into the game. Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, has a knee injury, and he's going to be out after not practicing all week. Uh, Trey Lance also has a knee injury. He uh, knee sprain 
uh, that he suffered in the Arizona game, and he was not able to practice all week either, which means that Nate Sudfield, not Sudfeld, sorry, <laughs> Nate Sudfeld will be the backup quarterback again as the Niners elevated him from the uh, practice squad again for this week. So that is uh, not ideal news. Also, Maurice Hurst out with a calf injury that he suffered, I guess, sometime during the week as he didn't practice at all on Wednesday, was limited on Thursday. Well, actually, there's no practice report on Wednesday. Was limited on Thursday and didn't practice on Friday, and so he's out of the game. Marcel Harris, uh, linebacker, is questionable with a thumb. And possibly the most concerning issue is uh, starting left tackle Trent Williams is uh, got a couple of injuries, an ankle and an elbow, and he is doubtful for the game. So he'll probably be a game-time decision heading into that matchup. Good news, however, is that Jimmy Garoppolo seems ready to go. Full practice on Friday after limited practice on Wednesday and Thursday, but he's ready to go as the starter. Of course, we're also one Garoppolo injury away from the Nate Fu- Sud. <laughs> I can't say. I don't know. Why I can't say his name. The Nate Sudfeld experiment happening on Sunday Night Football, which would be probably not something that anybody wants to see. I, I, something I don't want to see. Uh, other good news for the 49ers: Quan Williams back after missing the last couple of games with a calf injury. Full practice all week. He's ready to go. The 49ers also brought back Jamichael Hasty from the injured reserve, elevated him, and so he'll be ready to play as well. So that shakes up the 49ers running back room a little bit, which has very been very up and down throughout the season so far, and uh, that's something to pay attention to. For the Colts, um, it's looking like they still have T.Y. Hilton listed as questionable, but the most recent thing that I saw is that he is out. So that's not great. Uh, tackle offensive lineman uh, Braden Smith will also be out, as will uh, Kamoko Toure, defensive end with a groin injury. Cornerback Rakia Sin with a ankle injury. And uh, safety Julian Blackman tore his Achilles, and so he'll be out for the rest of the year. It's a very important piece of the Colts' uh, defensive backfield, but also especially they're in the run game. He's been a key contributor, and so that will be a miss for them as well. Jordan Wilkins, uh, the running back, will also be out with a non-football illness, but he didn't practice all weekend, so he won't play. Um, the most notable uh, sort of uh, rise in the moment is that uh, offensive guard Quentin Nelson, who's been on IR for the last couple of weeks, has actually been elevated as well off the injured reserve list, and so he'll be able to play for the Colts on Sunday. So big news for them in that regard. Now, um, Lots, lots of injuries this is kind of two teams that are pretty well banged up. Um, and it's been sort of an up and down season for both teams. As we mentioned, the Colts are two and four coming into this, this game and the Niners at two and three, the, the Colts lost their first three games, close games against Seattle, the Rams and the Titans. They beat the Dolphins, lost the Ravens in a close game. And then last week they thumped up on the Texans. Uh, and so there's some interesting numbers that come out of all those games to tell us what we know about them, but not too dissimilar from the 49ers if you look at their schedule. Again, a couple of close losses in a row. Theirs just happened to come at the beginning of the season, followed by a win, another loss, and then another win. The Niners also obviously have played one fewer game. But the you know the, the flow of, of it, while it may be different, is not terribly difficult. So let's let's talk about this then. What are the, the reasons for optimism for the 49ers uh, from the 49ers, 49ers perspective? Well, first of all, um, the Colts, the major thing is that the Colts defense is kind of weird. Um, Football Outsiders has them at the 17th best unit in the league so far. 
They're at negative 0.03, or 0.3, sorry, not negative 0.03, but negative 0.3. That doesn't really tell us the whole story. They're, interestingly, fourth worst against the pass at 27.6%, but somehow, according to Football Outsiders metrics, they're the best in the NFL against the run at negative 38.3%. So they're all kind of all over the map. It's it's just bizarre. Um, now, they might have gotten a pretty major boost from the Texans game, which they won quite handily. Uh, that boosted their overall defensive ranking from 23rd to 17th. But the run numbers are certainly things that have got to give the 49ers pause. Now, all that being said, the weather in Santa Clara on Sunday night is expected to be uh, poor. <laughs> um, high likelihood uh, that it's going to rain pretty much all day leading up to the game and then during the game with temperatures in the mid-50s. So it's not going to be a great game for anybody. Uh, it's probably going to be a pretty low-scoring game, which I'll get into in just a moment. But what that also means is that um, while the Colts have done well against the run, uh, it, it, the weather may end up being a great equalizer. Uh, you know, they say that from a from a perspective from the perspective of of weather like that, that that uh, it, it often favors the team that knows where it's going, which is the offense. Right? They know where the play is going to fl- is going to go, and the defense doesn't. And so their footing is not nearly as as sure in those particular cases because they're having to guess or lean or see if they if they can figure out what's going to happen. And if they miss, well, then they can miss big. So it may be that while the Colts have done well on against the run so far this year, um, they're obviously not going to be as much uh, as many opportunities for passing. I should also mention the winds are expected to be swirling at fifteen to twenty miles per hour throughout the game. So the run, the passing game, probably not going to come into play very much, although it does kind of work in the sort of short area throws of uh, that that favor the 49ers in that regard because uh, that's where Jimmy Garoppolo likes to throw the ball, gets the ball in the hands of somebody like Debo Samuel who might be able to make a pretty big impact in this game if given the opportunity. But ultimately, I see this as a good opportunity for the 49ers to maybe get right in the run game because the weather will allow them to have to do so. And so that will be really interesting to see how that works out. Um, obviously, all things being equal and the weather not being <laughs> factoring in like this, you'd certainly like to see the 49ers try to get right in the passing game, but it, it just doesn't look like the weather's going to allow them to do that. So that's a reason for optimism. Uh, on the other side are areas of concern. Obviously, we noted the rushing defense, and if the Colts can hold true to that, then that's going to be a little bit of a sort of uh, bizarre struggling area versus something that the other team does well. Um, so overall, you know, again, if we weren't talking about the weather, I think we certainly would be talking more about the fact that the Colts do quite well against the run and the 49ers are not running the ball as effectively as they could be. Now we'll see how, how, how that plays out in the end. But, um, the, the major area of concern is, has got to be the fact that these teams are so close together and with the weather being the way that it is, it's it's certainly a situation where you got to wonder if some weird breaks, something really non-related to which team is better than the other team is really going to end up kind of deciding this game, which is a little bit of a bummer um, from the perspective of, of really anybody, but specifically from the, from the 49ers fans as well. And the other area of concern, of course, being that if Trent Williams does not end up playing, Jalen Moore has filled in adequately when asked to do so, but he hasn't been asked to do so a whole lot. Um, and will he be able to stand up against um, a Colts defense that has a pretty good front 
uh, front four, front seven. So if you if you will, especially with Darius Leonard, uh, um, but he's more of a <clears throat> kind of a middle linebacker uh, in that regard. Uh, but we'll see what happens with him and whether or not uh, Trent Williams will end up playing and whether or not or whether or not it ends up being a a situation where uh, Jalen Moore has to step in and be the starter. And if he can step in and play a whole game effectively with the wind and the rain and all that stuff that's going on. Um, and of course, we have the Colts offense to, to think about as well. They've been pretty consistent scoring, you know, in the 20s, the mid to upper 20s throughout most of the season. They're averaging 23.2 points per game, which is not like a crazy high number, but also would definitely be more than enough to get the job done with the way that the 49ers offense has been running. Um, so it's going to be up to the defense uh, for the 49ers to do uh, the job. The other uh, name to watch out for is um, Colts running back. Um, <clears throat> sorry, is Colts running back Jonathan Taylor, who will be um, somebody to be on the lookout for from the 49ers' perspective. Um, it's going to be really important that they uh, that they have a good handle. The 49ers, that is, defense has a, a good handle on on the uh, on the running game for uh, for the Colts. Because again, um, they're they're not as strong in the um, in the passing game. They're going to be missing T. Y. Hilton. Uh, they're going to be uh, <clears throat> they're going to they're already without Paris Campbell, the wide receiver. Uh, they're already uh, without J. J. Nelson, the wide receiver. Um, they have um, they're just they're just a little thin at the position <laughs> at this particular point. And um, so there's just not as many options for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to. But Jonathan Taylor can be a weapon in the passing game and through the air, um, even if Michael Pittman is sort of your main uh, focus in that particular area. And will be somebody that the Niners will have to pay close attention to. But Jonathan Taylor is really the guy to watch out for. So with all that said, what do, what are we thinking here as far as a prediction? Um, the 49ers are going to need a turnaround game. These next two games, I think this and then the game in Chicago next week are really important for them to get right as they head into a little bit of a tougher stretch with uh, the Cardinals and the Rams coming up. And they do have some easier games in the schedule, but you want to make sure that those matter. And the only way to make sure those matter is to be successful in these games that are coming up soon. I think they do turn it around. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, and they have to be really careful not to shoot themselves in the foot anymore, which is by and large, a lot of the things that caused them trouble against Arizona from an offensive point of view, they had some some decent uh, offensive uh, output, just couldn't get the job done because they kept putting themselves in bad situations. So they're going to need to avoid that. Of course, it's going to be close because of the weather, and it's unlikely that one team's going to be able to jump out too far ahead of, of anyone. Um, now, I was going to go with a slightly higher scoring game because both these teams are kind of in that you know mid to upper 20s range in terms of their points per game but the weather is definitely going to mean a lower scoring game so i'm going to go something like uh 2013 2014 the niners getting a win i think there's a pretty good likelihood there's a couple of extra points that are missed in this game so we could even end up with something weird like you know 19 to 12 or something like that where you know extra points are missed and then we go for two but then we miss another extra point or we go for two again it'll be really interesting to see what role the kickers play in this game if they play any at all which is probably good news for both teams as both of their uh starting kickers are uh on IR right now and they're on their second kickers of the year so there you go all right 
So really excited to see how this game works out. Sunday night football in Levi Stadium. The Niners are wearing those uh, red throwbacks from 1994. Again, hoping to, to get moving in the right direction with those jerseys and really with the whole season. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. As always, check out NinerNoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis. And be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you leave us a review and include a question, we'll give you a shout out on air and answer your question. And of course, please share the podcast with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, let's sound the horn, 49ers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.